performers happiness in the arts podcast that's meant to gas up musical theater performers as they pursue a long career on the stage we bring flatulent happiness to ourselves and to each other through integrity authenticity love and of course humor all guests on this podcast are out to help musical theater performers and while we do it ah we may laugh at the simple things like the word penis penis stoked to be talking today we are here with laura Straco holding a love sign because that's is what we spread is love we are talking about survivor (laughs) jobs man clayton good (sighs) to see you oh my gosh hope to bump into you honestly outside of a disney audition that would be so great Uh, oh you guys check out clayton has a podcast he has a podcast Ooh. and he like interviews celebrities. Clayton, write down below the name of your podcast so people can check it out because I don't know it off the top of my head. Okay, so Straco, let's dive right in. Let's dive right in um, and just going into your, I would love for you to tell your own story of where you have been and where you are mm-hmm. now. Ooh. Yes. Um, so I, I definitely, I'm not one of those like really super awesome organized people that's, uh, that has kept track of her New York anniversary. I don't know exactly when I moved here. I have no clue. Um, but I've been in the city, I think like around seven, seven and a half years now. And when I came to the city right away, I, um, the first job that I ever had was working as a, a host in a restaurant um, in Midtown. And it was great because it was just like a few blocks of um home center so i could like jump to some auditions easily and they were pretty flexible and i was actually there for um six years and i just left last year before and um two years ago i started uh teaching online and uh uh gosh maybe like three years ago i started um singing in a choir at a, a cathedral in herald square um, and trying to think what else I've done for money that I can talk about online. Um, I, yeah, I've, I've kind of like, I've kind of tried lots of different things. I know from experience during school that retail is not for me. It does not fuel my mm. spirit or my pocket enough. So, um, so yeah, that's kind of the thing. Okay, the thing that I want to start off by saying is that whoever is watching, like I, I need you to take this, like any advice that I give you with a grain of salt, because like anything else in this industry, you like, you ask 20 people, you get 20 different opinions. It's just not like my experience is my experience. And like, you could have something similar happen, but like other people have completely different things that totally work for them that just have never worked for me. So like, just because it worked for me, doesn't mean it's the only way to do it. doesn't mean it's the right way to do it. You know? So my way is, is, has worked for me and I'm happy to speak to that for anybody that wants to hear about it. Right. But it's not the only way to do things, you know? Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I love that. That's so yeah. true. I, I mean, I feel like this is the same thing. Earlier, uh, Angel asked a question in the group asking about voice voice recommendations, what to do for a sore throat. Mm-hmm. And of course, you have a billion things. You just got to see what works for you at the end of the day. So I, yeah. I think it's the same thing. Same thing. Mm-hmm. 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 It really is. Um, the, the, key, the key for me has been finding a balance. Um, 
Maurice and I always talk about the triangle of decision making when it comes to taking gigs. When it and so everything, um, I kind of apply it to everything. So my triangle of decision making is uh, normally for accepting a job. Uh, does it fill my bank account? That's the top part of the triangle. Got it. Uh, they're all. I mean, they're all equal. Oh, it's so the triangle. It's like... The triangle rotates. It's not like one's more important. They're all equal angles. You know, mm -hmm. um, does it fill my bank account? Does it uh, fulfill me artistically or spiritually? Um, and does it advance my career? Yeah. And if something doesn't apply to at least two of those, I don't accept that. I don't accept it. And that that goes with um, survival jobs. That goes with gigs. Everything. Um, it's got to satisfy at least two of those three. It has to fill my bank account, fill my spirit or fuel and advance my career. Um, ideally a job or even a side hustle will three. I have worked really hard to find a balance that works for me. I know that I want the peace of mind to have my day free to yeah. do whatever I want to do. If that's a dance class, if that's an audition, if that's having lunch with a friend, if that's um, shopping, if that's like laying around and binging Netflix, like I'm a human being, I'm not a machine. And so every day is going to be different. And because I live in this creative world that we're so lucky to be a part of, every day is different for my, for my creative brain. And so what I need one day is going to be different from what I need the next. So balancing my survival jobs or like can we just call them survival jobs because like i want to thrive in this i don't want to just survive um so balancing that has been has been key for me yeah i love that you have i like first of all i just have to say i like how you're saying you're not a person who's organized because not everybody is so and but i also like that you have this triangle and this kind of checklist too for anybody who likes to be organized, they can go, okay, this is something I might utilize for myself. I want to say hi to a couple other people on here. Rachel, good to see you on here. Elizabeth, ah, I just miss your voice. She just, ah, like, oh my God, so good. Good to see you guys. Everybody say a hello down below. If everybody has any, any loving thing they want to just shout to the community, like boobs, please write it in the comments because just why not? Just why not? Or like, I'd also love to hear any questions that anybody has or like concerns that they have currently with their situation. That's true. Regarding that's survival more, jobs. Or uh, goes with what we're talking about. <laughs> I'm just selfish. <laughs> I'm selfish and I want to be a part of the fun. I'm like, ooh, 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 ooh include me. <laughs> I love it. I love it. What? Have you had any jobs where it wasn't that, or have you been pretty fortunate? Where's, where's your experience been with that? Um, honestly, even though I'm super, super grateful and it 100% got me through, um, I'm super grateful for my restaurant job, but it, it was hard. I didn't, my heart wasn't in it. And at first I thought all I needed was flexibility to, um, run and go to auditions and what I realized after a few years of doing that was it wasn't just a matter of flexibility of time management I needed some kind of artistic fulfillment and so at first I tried to justify it for like another couple years of being like well I meet all different kinds of people so it's a good opportunity to like learn different like types of people and and you know I tried to 
justify it that way. And it was true. I met a lot of awesome kinds of people and I learned how to work with a lot of different kinds of people, but it didn't, at the end of the day, it didn't excite me. It was, um, a coach that I worked with. I don't know if you do know Tara Tylerfaro. I need to like give a shout out to her and like, we can tag her in this later. She is a coach and she does awesome stuff working with artists. And one thing that she coined for me, uh, was, uh, calling it mindless magic, which is what I started calling my restaurant job. You know, it's like stuffing the menus and doing the roll-ups and all that stuff. It is, it really is mindless magic. If you want a job where you can just check out and show up, clock in, do work and go home and cash your check. That's, that's the gig for you. That's the jam. I needed something that was more mentally stimulating because I was getting bored and then I was getting complacent. It was making me bored in other areas of my life. And then I was too tired. I was too tired. I was working all night, like, and then expecting to get up. And like, this was back when I was non-union too, expecting to get up and like hustle and sign up. Like, wasn't happening yeah you know um so that that was an example of what when it didn't really work for me at all um and i and i looked at a lot of other things i looked at catering i looked at retail you know and i i knew that it would be more of the same i knew i needed something different yeah yeah i get that and then what has your been what did that lead you to yeah, yeah. So um, the first thing that I got into was singing in the choir at St. Francis of Assisi. Um, I'm not Catholic. My mom is very excited that it, I'm going to church, but I try to tell her that it's because I'm getting paid. <laughs> um, however, like if you are involved in any religious community in your life, like that's an awesome opportunity. If that's something that like fuels your spirit to inquire about that and say like, Hey, I have this skill set. Like, I'm an awesome musician. Like, is there any way that I could get hired part time to do something like a couple days a week for you guys? Work with the music ministry, something along that line. Anyway, um, I was doing uh, Les Mis with my dear friend uh, Mary Joanna, and she uh, mentioned that they needed a sub for this choir that she sings in. And so I came in as a sub and did a few like special events, holiday, uh, holiday services with them. And then a full-time position opened up. Um, and so I started doing that. It's every, you know, every Sunday I go, they're off in the summer. So unfortunately there's a couple months out of the year that I don't get that extra, you know, little bit of income, but it's okay. I look forward to it that way. Um, and then, yeah, I started, I started doing that full-time and, and they're awesome. They're totally flexible and they have a wait list, you know, so it's like if somebody is unavailable for a period of time, because as we do, we leave town, you know, they just bring in a sub like I was once and they fill your spot momentarily. Um, and then from there, I kind of just randomly heard about VIP Kid um, which is an online teaching platform, teaching kids in China, one-on-one, -on -one, uh, English lessons. And I know a lot of people in our community do it. They really, really love having artists and performers do it because we're able to be the teacher that's like, what? Good job. Yeah. You know, instead of the teachers that are like, great. Okay. Moving on, and we're exciting. <laughs> we're more fun. And the kids learn that way because they can relax. It's true. These people. So anyway, I heard about it from my dear friend Claire, and, um, 
and I kind of blazed through the application process. Like literally all you need is a college degree and uh, I set my own schedule. And so uh, last year before I left for the ship, I, I quit the restaurant job. So thank you very much and goodbye to that. And then I, mm -hmm. and now I'm just doing teaching full time and I, and I can do it. You can do it anywhere, like anywhere that you have an internet connection. I taught on the ship. I taught everywhere. Yeah. Every time I go on a contract now I teach. And it's just extra money, as much or as little as I want. I love that. I love that. Dan, mm. Dan, Dan, Jessica, Sherry. Oh my goodness, so many people are popped Sherry, in. Sherry, Sherry, Sherry baby. baby. Sarah, <laughs> you guys, if you have survivor jobs, share where you're working, if it's working for you or if there are certain things mm -hmm. that might be getting in the way. Would you mind saying that three that triangle checklist? So you guys yes, can think of, that. Uh, think of that with your current job right now. So what's the, your checklist that you've created? It's my, it's my triangle of decision-making, and it's what I use to, do, to decide if I'm going to take an opportunity or not. And that is, does this fill my bank account? Does this fuel my spirit? And does this advance my career? It has to be two and for of me the three. to accept... Yeah. Yes, for me to accept the opportunity, it must satisfy at least two of the three, ideally three of the three. In the last few years of my life, I've only accepted opportunities that satisfy three of the three. Yes, yes. So you guys, start reflect on the, on the, reflecting on that now. Why not? Why not? Write it out. And even have fun looking at your, oh own, your own past places in which you worked. Sarah's all in it. She's going, oh, yeah. <laughs> you guys, of course, feel free to write <laughs> questions down below if you have them. Okay, so what are things that you've done for yourself when you might be, for instance, with your job hostessing, a bit stuck? What were things you did for yourself to kind of boost up your spirits? Anytime I, anytime I was feeling down, I tried to just, I didn't realize it at the time, but what I was doing was I was really craving like human connection. I was craving like, um, just a moment of like realness. And so anytime it was feeling like it was really just a job, I would kind of throw myself into the people around me, the other people that were like going through the motions and like doing this. And I was like, okay, so if I think about this like a family and these are all my siblings, you know, um, we're all busting our butts here and there's good days and there's bad days. And so I would just turn to the people around me and kind of check in with them. And it's something that I've, a process um, that I've kind of leaned into anytime I've been feeling uh, not present, not grounded, I, I will reach out to the people that are in my direct vicinity and I will check in with them and say like, Hey, what, what's going on in your life? It helps me. It almost helps me reflect on myself. If I can be a mirror for someone else, that's just kind of how I've always been. I, I, I like to be of service to people and it gets me through the mundane sometimes, you know? Um, and even, something that you know a director said to me once was and this can apply to even just a day job you never know if somebody needs to hear what you have to say that day so even if I'm just in the restaurant like if I can be like a smiling face for someone if I can just be like really excellent at my job so my boss doesn't have to like stress the fuck out you know about the next hour like 
that's a way that I can be a team player and have like pride in myself at the same time. Yes. Pride like gay pride, actually. I actually think that's really beautiful. I truly do. Well, gay pride as well, of course. But uh, I think that's really beautiful because, oh, yes. because the art of giving is something that can we can really forget about when we are in a career yeah. where it's so hard to get what the basics of what we need. You know? Right, absolutely. And it, and it can feel like, well, how can I pour from an empty coffer, right? It's like you, you fill yourself up with joy and peace and light before you can fill anyone else up, right? Um, so uh, yeah, you've 100% how you've got to do all the self love things and, and take care of yourself. You know, um, for me, that can like happen simultaneously, though. And, and one way that I just really stop stressing out is by like, getting attention off of my inner crud sometimes, which is really easy to wallow in when you, when you feel like shit is just really tough. And it's like, well, damn, I don't, ugh, I can't do anything right. I'm not doing, you know, I'm not booking what I want. I'm, I'm in this like job when I know that there's five auditions happening and like guilt and shame and pressure. And ugh. so when, when it gets like that, it's like, you can't, I can't. I keep that internalized. I have to externalize somehow because the second I take it out of my brain, the second I put light on that fear, it is instantly minimized. Yeah. Instantly. And and it looks a heck of a lot smaller. It's just like anything that like casts a big scary shadow on your wall when you're trying to go to sleep at night and you're like, damn it, what is that? And you get up and it's like a sweatshirt over your chair. Like, but it just happens to be like the light from your, you know, wireless router is, is shooting up at it. And it's like illuminating it to be so much bigger. But then when you turn on the light, you're like, oh, it's so much smaller than I thought. Same thing. Yeah. Um, I definitely get that. That's a great analogy. And I totally relate with that. See, seeing something and thinking it's a witch. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to die. Hello, James. Mm -hmm. James, good to see you on air. Bjorn's on here. All right. Because Bjorn's on here. Bjorn! Uh -huh. He's a photographer, great photographer. We're going to do on the count of three, three different poses. If you are watching this, please do a pose on your couch or wherever you're sitting. On the count of three, first pose. One, two, three, pose. One, two, three, pose. One, two, three, pose. Awesome. Awesome. Hope you got all of those, Bjorn, for your I next show you. shots. Are you, are you going to show us the world I shining, do... shimmering, splendid? <laughs> this is my, this is my, one of my headshots that Bjorn shot. Yeah, it's so beautiful. Everyone needs to, everyone needs to book Bjorn. This is my, this is my postcard right now. So book good. Bjorn. So find, good. Find the light photography. Yep. Yep. I tell everyone I know. And an amazing human being to work <laughs> with, though I have not had the honor of working with Bjorn myself. Beautiful. But I have many friends who've worked with him and they say nothing but good things. So positive things to you, Bjorn. Goodness, goodness. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I'm actually going to be giving you a surprise <laughs> game. If you've been watching any of the lives before, you would know what to expect, but you haven't. So, ha, ha, ha. Okay. So, Straco, I'm going to be asking you. I'm going to be asking you questions and you're just going to answer them. You know, when people get the 100 questions and they're just walking through the house answering that, it's a mini version of that. Oh, my God. I love it. Okay. Okay. All Let's right. Do it. I'm into it. Rap or country? Ooh, rap, please. Picking your nose or farting? 
Farting! So satisfying. Mm -hmm. Pluto or Goofy? Pluto. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Why did that one stress me out? I don't know. <laughs> Casper or Home Alone? Home Alone, always. Home always. Always, every Kevin! Day. What, what is your favorite Christmas movie? Though it's way too early, but who cares? Oh, never too early. I actually really, there's an animated Nutcracker Christmas that my sister and I watch every year. And it's literally like no one else in my family finds it funny. But Jill and I laugh at it hysterically and can, and can recite every word of it. And everyone else in my family is like, God, they're watching the Nutcracker again. It's, but there, but there is a point. You guys have that point in every, in some movies that you're like, it doesn't matter. You just fast forward it from that point on. There is a point in the Nutcracker that we always just like skip through it. Cause it's like, it's like when everything's getting like re it's the climax and everything is getting really stressful. And then like, it's about to work out and we just like skip through the stressful. <laughs> <laughs> when the, when the mouse King has like Clara and it's all getting like weird and the music gets weird and you're like, this is uncomfortable. It's Christmas. Um, so we fast forward through it, but that's definitely, that's definitely my favorite. I love that. Did you guys watch the Nutcracker movie that came out just a few years ago that revamped the Nutcracker movie? I never saw it. I was seeing it. You Spurped. What Nutcracker? I'm going to Google it. What Nutcracker movie now? It was, it really was. There was a Nutcracker movie that came out and it wasn't the, a ballet, New... it was a movie, a storytelling kind of thing. If anybody has seen right, the Nutcracker right. movie no, that I I'm hear talking you. about, please, oh! please say me down below. Okay, yes. 20, so 2018. Okay, yeah, yeah. Nutcracker in the Four Realms. Yes, that. 2018. 2018. Yes. I you are right. One more time. <laughs> 2018. 2018. No, I'm sure. Okay. Uh, ugh, babe, 33% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, but. Uh, 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 uh. If you were if you were going two, to see it, two thumbs down to Home Alone, and I always use that as an example. What? Home Alone got very bad two reviews. Thumbs. I think for most people, if not all, they, it got terrible. So you can't always judge the reviewers. <laughs> I think from most people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Do, mm -hmm, what mm -hmm. meal do you like best? Breakfast, lunch, or dinner? Breakfast. Breakfast, I could have it for every meal of the day, hands down. Danny says that's too much percent with the rotten tomatoes. I was about to say potatoes. <laughs> too much. It's too too much. Do They're being generous. Favorite junk food? I want to follow the comments. Um, favorite junk food? Ooh. Okay. Um, sweet gummy peach ring. Salty white cheddar uh, Cheez-Its. Ooh, don't open up your Facebook on the side. It's going to cause it, it causes issues technological, unless it's already open. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, never mind. I'm out of it. <laughs> and final question. If you had to hear a song at least, I'll just say one time a day for the rest of your life, what would that song be? Ooh, okay. Um, I'm really uh, for, okay. Love on top. Uh, 
Or um, India Ari has a really beautiful song called I Am Light, and I pretty much listen to it every day. It's a really beautiful song for meditation. Um, I probably, love that. probably, mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, a mashup. All right, now we have the mic drop moment. So, this is your chance to just say something inspirational to the people listening. It could be about survivor jobs or even something that's been weighing on you lately, or maybe today, because. It unfortunately is 9-11. It doesn't have to be about that. But I'm just saying, what? Uh, this is your moment. I want you to just go with the flow. Improvise the way I know Straco beautifully does in five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm just going to use my little microphone because I'm actually sitting at my teaching station here. Um, okay, yes, first of all, like, have to shout out, have to shout out because it is September 11th and it's a day that um, we, I just always like to say how much I love New York and how much I love New Yorkers and our resilience. And on that, along Wait, those pull lines. Wait, mic. I'm getting an echo from that thing. It's weird. You, I'll give you an echo. It's an echo <laughs> microphone. Well, it's um, weird in the recording. <laughs> okay, I'll use ice cream instead. Okay, along the lines of much like, okay, I don't want to make a joke of it. Okay, so one of the things that people were told to do after September 11th was keep going, keep going out, spending money, supporting local businesses, keep going out, going to work, doing your jobs, don't stop, don't live in any kind of fear. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's something I think really resonates with people in our industry. How many times do we get knocked down? How many times do we hit roadblocks and it doesn't ever feel like it's going to lead to something bigger or greater, but it it just is. It just is because the universe is like moving you towards something big and wonderful, whether you realize it or not. And sometimes the only way out of that is through it. And you, and you have got to keep going for yourself if for no one else. Um, but something that I always think about is that, is that quote, don't stop living your life. Don't stop doing what you need to do because this horrific tragedy happened and we don't ever want to forget it. And so one of the ways that I choose to remember it is to remember that Nobody comes to New York to do small things. We come here to do big things. We come here to take risks. We come here to get shit done that people are afraid to do in other places. That's the reason why this is one of the greatest cities in the fucking world. Yeah. Because nobody comes here to be small. We come here to do big things for ourselves, for others. So what better day to remember that? than on September 11th. Mm. I could talk about it forever, but I don't want the to. The crowd is going, that was a perfect, wait, I need to see you a visual mic drop, please. Whether it be the, I, I just need to see a, a mic drop of some kind and drop. Oh. Awesome. <laughs> I love the echo from that. Lauren Butler, I love you and I miss you. You guys, thank you so much for coming on to listen. I hope you got a lot out of this. If you really feel you got something out of this, just write a good old thank you down below because honestly, Starko, I'm so grateful you came on. This was such an inspiration on a dark day. 
So thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. And a thank you. <laughs>